Good morning. It's Saturday the 22nd, and we've got everything on the line today with our different sports. So let's talk about NFL. All right. We've got Cincinnati and Tennessee, San Francisco and the Green Bay Packers today. And my uh, original lean of the Packers holds, but let me get to the first game first, Cincinnati and Tennessee. Boy, I went back and forth on the uh, side on that quite a bit, so I'm not going to play that, but I'm going to play the over 47.5. I do believe there's going to be some scoring in this game today. You know that Cincinnati can put it up with uh, their offense. And Tennessee, I don't know about Derrick Henry yet as how healthy he'll be. You assume he'll come back. He's not going to – I don't – this timing thing, forget about that. Can he play? Is he healthy? Um, and more or less conditioning, not timing. I've heard people talk about timing and forget about that. He's not a receiver. He's not He's not catching the ball. Um, what I do like that gets involved with picking a side, though, is the same game parlay. That's one unit play, by the way, on the over – same game parlay for one unit. I'm going to take Cincinnati plus 10.5 and, and the game to be over 41.5. I like that bet a lot. I just don't think Tennessee can blow Cincinnati out of the water. I, I just don't. I think that the potential for blowout actually would be on Cincinnati's side where they could just put the points up and stop and not, not stop till the game's over. Uh, that being said, I don't expect that to happen. So I'll take Tennessee, Tennessee excuse me, Cincinnati, Cincinnati plus 10 and a half, so I can get a touchdown and a field goal loss and still win in over 41 and a half. Then we go to Green Bay, San Francisco. I haven't wavered on this at all since the beginning. I've liked Green Bay the entire time, and I still do. So full unit play on Green Bay minus the points, five and a half on that. And then another full unit on a same game parlay to take Green Bay simply to win and the game to go over 39 and a half. Yeah, it'll be a little cold in Green Bay. It should be in the uh, low teens, 10 to low teens in the evening. So obviously no sun. Not a ton of wind, though. And let's face it, you know, there's too much credibility or credence given to this weather. It's not a snowstorm. It's not mud. It's not... Uh, pouring rain, they're going to play. These benches are heated. I mean, come on, this is not the ice bowl from the 60s with the Cowboys and the Packers. Uh, the the benches are heated. They've got, I mean, you go out to our restaurant nowadays, you've got those space heaters sitting right there. Come on, there's space heaters all over the place. You know they're going to have thermal uh, lining inside. There, there are uniforms that are going to retain body heat. These guys are, are running around. Stop the cold weather stuff is what I say to the pundits. So it's going to be points scored. Also, San Francisco and Dallas last week went to 40. Now, Dallas allegedly had the number one ranked offense, but Green Bay in the playoffs with Aaron Rodgers, they're going to put up more than Dallas did against the uh, 49ers. And obviously, I think so because I'm giving them the win here. And I don't think it's a defensive struggle. So I don't have any problem with this pick at all. I like I like all four of these picks quite a bit. So anyway, Green Bay to win an over 39.5 on the same game parlay. All these bets are at even juice, you know, the minus 110 situations. 
And you actually can get a little, even a little better if you want to look around for the same game parlays, depending upon how the lines move. They fluctuate a little bit. But I like those bets quite a bit. I want to get that NFL in quick, so I know that's a lot of people are playing those and only those. Uh, don't uh, skip out on the basketball and the hockey today, though. A lot of times you get some weak lines, and I've seen some. I see some today when everyone's focusing on NFL. And hopefully you're not putting your whole bankroll on NFL games, hoping that they win. Spread things out a little bit. But you do what you need to do. Do what makes you happy. Hopefully you're making money at it as well. That's part of the goal here is to have fun and make money doing it. So anyway, Tennessee and Cincinnati over and Green Bay minus the points. And then parlay, same game, Cincinnati plus 10.5 and, and over 41.5. So same game parlay teaser, if you will. And another one would be Green Bay to win on the money line and over 39.5. All right. So let's go over to NBA. Now, I, I gave out two picks that should be watched or, or to play live. They both won. Unfortunately, I was looking for better numbers live. I never got them because they were winners the entire time. The funny thing is the Portland-Boston game probably had a chance to go under until the very, very end. It's over the entire time, and it just gradually snuck down towards the number. So there's never an opportunity to get it. And Charlotte, they went up by 17 in the first quarter, they played even in the second, they played even in the third, etc. cetera. Uh, so both of them would have been winners pregame. So I'm going to do the same thing today. I'm not going to play any of these three bets, but Cleveland minus 12 I like, and I like the Cleveland-Oklahoma City game under 209, and I like Phoenix minus 12. I like all three of them. I think all three of them will win. Of course, I thought that yesterday and I didn't play them. I'm not going to play these either until I can find a better line live on them. I'm just not interested in laying 12 points today when there's so many other better bets to, to put it on. And again, there's no limit on the amount of bets you can make. If you're practicing money management, you can put 1% on these or half a percent on these. That's another option, by the way, that I frequently use is I'll do a half unit on this game, on these three bets, for example. And then if I get a better number live, I'll make the full unit by putting another half unit on. And if it's winner the entire time, well, great. I just won three half unit bets. Yes, it'd be nice if there were three one unit bets. But that way you're kind of mitigating a little risk. And, and you're kind of doubling down to your original amount. Double down a half bet to get to your original amount. If you see a number that's gone against your original bet, but is now a better, better number. All right basketball that we are playing and I like these a lot there's an obscene amount of NFL, uh, uh, college basketball games to go through just crazy uh, steam rolling out the ears trying to get through all this so Florida Atlantic and Marshall that's a uh, four o'clock eastern time game I'll do all these in eastern time since that's generally how things are um, given out so Florida Atlantic and Marshall, I'm going to take Florida Atlantic by two and a half. And that is a one and a half unit play, 1.5 unit play. I like it a lot. Uh, doesn't mean it's going to win, but the numbers tell me I should play a little bit more than one unit on there. Then we've got Miami of Florida and Florida State. I'm going to go with one unit on Miami of Florida minus two. I think they win the game by... At least five, if not seven or eight. 
All right, and then we're going to go with Creighton and DePaul here. I'm going to have two bets on this. I'm going to take, they're going to be one unit each. I'm going to take Creighton minus 10 and the game to go over 139. Now, I do like that. Both of these scenarios, there's there's a, a if you're talking about, which is funny, a lot of these computer programs out there are not taking this into account, and I don't know. I mean, it takes a it takes a human being to program this in, and I think that's the problem. But I like this, even if DePaul had a full roster. But Freeman Liberty, that's actually one person. Freeman Dash Liberty will be ruled out in the game due to injury, and he's their leading scorer, their number one scorer. Now they played the last game without him, Xavier which is why I'm surprised his computers haven't updated yet. And they did well. It was a one-point game. That's usually about how long it goes for a team to uh, balance back out. You know, they overperform when they lose the big guy, the big guns, and then they uh, fall back down to earth. That and the fact that Xavier isn't any great shakes this year. So I'm going to take Creighton minus 10, which I would have – probably played. I say probably played even on a full-strength DePaul. But without full-strength DePaul, I'm definitely playing it. But it's only one unit. It's not an extra play. You know, see, it doesn't always work out the way you want. And over 139. Now, again, there's a situation where uh, the numbers would indicate over for sure. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm looking at this as 154. But but that included Freeman Liberty playing. So taking everything into account, it's almost impossible to figure out exactly how much that's going to affect it because other people will score. It's just that, um, well, let me put it this way. It's more likely that it affects the spread of the game, the winners and losers of the game when you have your major player go out than it does the point total. But it still does affect the point total because... The reason why you're a leading scorer is because you're a more efficient scorer than the person that's replacing you. Anyway, so I'm taking over 139, although it's certainly not going to be a 154 game because of the leading scorer out. But there's enough cushion there to take the over. And then Coastal Carolina and Georgia State. I'm going to take Coastal Carolina plus five and a half points for one unit. And then we've got our obscure game of the day. It's not any more obscure than a few of the others, but... Uh, it's a one-and-a-half unit play, and that will be Seattle plus a point-and-a-half over Tarleton State. Seattle plus 1.5 points for one-and-a-half units, and I think they win the game outright by five or six points. All right, moving on to hockey. And we had a great day again yesterday. I don't, I've already lost. I've been so into these numbers. I don't know. What, what was it? Uh, 10 and 3. Hockey was, well, I can count that right in front of me. 3 and 1 on the um, same game parlays. 1 and 0 on the one total that was played. And obviously there was no NFL yesterday. We didn't play the um, NBA. And college was 1 and 2. College basketball was 1 and 2. So uh, 2 and 2. 5 and 3. 5 and 3. Nice profitable day, though, either way. All right. Uh, yeah, it's the, the great day, I guess you will, was the other day. It was 10 and 3, but on we go. Hockey. Um, first game. 
Carolina, New Jersey. I'm going to do two-thirds of a unit on Carolina regulation line at minus 120 and one-third of a unit on Carolina puck line, minus one and a half goals at plus 140. Do what you wish on that, but I do I do feel like there's an opportunity to make a little plus money with that puck line, but I want to make sure I make money for sure if they only win by one. So two-thirds on the regulation. And then we move to Montreal and Colorado. Uh, the over looks good and Colorado puck line looks good, but it's too expensive. So I'm going to do something real simple. Same game parlay. Colorado to win anyway, over full game included, and over five and a half at minus 125. That is the best value of the day on that on that game. On that game, it's the best way to play it. Then we move to Arizona and New York Rangers, taking New York Rangers on the puck line, minus 115. Those guys are exploding right now. Heck of a team against a crappy team, and they're at home. That's that should be more than one unit, but it's going to be one unit. I'm just doing all of these. All these hockeys are one unit total for each play. And then um, I'm going to do another one, though, on New York to win. My, uh, regular, not regular. Yeah. New York, full game money line in the same game parlay and under six and a half goals at plus 110. So there's where I'm getting the extra money on New York. I do think it's under because they've got their stud goalie in, in the net. And um, Arizona's not probably going to put much up. I'm just hoping that New York doesn't score more than six themselves. That's the risk on that one. Um, Detroit and Nashville. I'm going to take Nashville on the regulation line, minus 135. That's one unit on the regulation line. And then I'm going to go to Chicago, Minnesota. It's a rematch of yesterday where Minnesota cleaned them up. Um, I don't look, it doesn't look like they're going to put Andre Fleury back in goal again for Chicago because he just played last night, which leaves them with an inferior goalie. And if they put Fleury back in, he's going to be worn out. Whereas Minnesota has Talbot to go in. Uh, who is arguably the number one goalie, although he's kind of losing that right now. It's kind of a battle between the two. So they've got two number one goalies. So anyway, um, we're going to go with Minnesota. And, of course, they're um, the better team by far, but there is a revenge factor for Chicago. In any event, we take Minnesota. We go Minnesota in regulation, minus 125 for two-thirds of a unit. And then we take a one-third of a unit for Minnesota to win by two, so a puck line play, minus one and a half, at plus 122. Again, certainly winning by one is easier than winning by two, but I think there's a good possibility of getting that plus money in here. So do one third of it on that, leaving more likely, you know, leaving, making sure we get some money out of it if they only win by one. And finally, Tampa Bay and San Jose, Tampa Bay on the road, Tampa Bay money line has been dropping. It's about 150 now. And the puck line is plus 160. I'm going to do the same thing I've done in a couple other ones here. I'm going to take two-thirds on the money line at minus 150 and one-third on the puck line at plus 160. Uh, so partially because I want to get that 150 down. As you've, If you've been listening, I rarely play plays that are 150 and up. 
I just like the lower value ones for and I'm not I'm not one of those guys that's going to bet minus 300 and say I won uh, four out of five plays because you'd need to win four out of five plays to make any money on that one. Um, seems like we're winning on four out of five plays, but we're not paying minus 300. I can't see any on the chart here of recent times that's been over 150. In any event, two-thirds on minus 150 for the full game money line and then one-third on the puck line to get some plus money at plus 160. That is all for today. I can talk about a little bit Tampa Bay and the Rams tomorrow in Buffalo and Kansas City. I already mentioned this a couple times now. I'm leaning towards the Rams plus the points. I do believe they might just win the game outright, to be honest with you. I'm having a struggling a struggle time, as I think many people are, with Buffalo and Kansas City. I mentioned I'm leaning Buffalo, and I'm leaning them to take the game outright because there's really not much of a spread left. I think they're getting point and a half at which point I might just take the money line, depending upon what it ends up with, if I play that. That's a lean right now, by the way. It's a lean, not an official play. And I am leaning over, as is the whole world, which is causing me a little consternation. I'd like to maybe go contrarian to the whole world, except that I think there's a good reason for it to be over the number. But those are officially leans right now. And Tampa Bay and the Rams, it's almost an official play in the Rams, it's likely that I will already plug that one in and play it sometime today before I do a podcast for tomorrow. So, you know, if that has any value to you, take that and run with it. Good luck.